Ladies and gentlemen, introducing the worst fucking podcast you've ever heard. Both mics. I love when the audience applauds for us when we come in here. It's, yeah, because we're so special. That's like that. my favorite thing here. Now, I just had you up here, but then I lost you. Now, I'm trying to put you back up here again. Hang in there, Mike. One second, I'm, folks. I'm one Hang of those on. clicky clicks. Look for the clicky hey, There clicks. he is. There he is. Excellent, excellent. Welcome to Both Mics, everybody. Hey, folks. Both Mics is a show about nothing and everything. That's Mike Safka. Mike Safka. That is Mike Taylor right there. And together we are Both Mics. Welcome to show number 86 of Both Mics Heard Everywhere. Podcast can be found. You can find us every Friday night around 7 o'clock-ish on twitch.tv slash both mics. And anywhere else you can find podcasts. YouTube, if you want to see us in the flesh. YouTube, if Same you want to see us. Facebook. But everything else, you'll find us audio everywhere you can find podcasts. <clears throat> good morning. How are you, sir? How's I'm, things? How's, how's <clears throat> life? I'm doing good. I'm putting a note in the chat book, chat room here. I'm willing to chat. Um, yeah. Let's see. I'm on, if you're watching us on twitch.tv slash both mics live. You can see the chat box there. You can chat yeah, with us live as well. You chat. can tell us uh, secret jokes or punchlines so we look brilliant. That would be great. <laughs> right? Yeah. Funny information cool. only. So um, hey, I, I'm trying to Guess pull where some... I went over the weekend. What? Just Where'd to, you go? Not to cut you off. No, go ahead. But uh, we took the kids <clears throat> to the Jacksonville Zoo. <clears throat> giving a little uh, a, what's, what's hot in St. Augustine. Is that right? the zoo. Yeah. Ever been to the the zoo here in uh, in Jacksonville? No, no, I haven't. How, how was it? How the kids like it? It was actually really good. Okay. It was. You know, I'm thinking that they probably they think they're competing with Disney because of Animal Kingdom there. But uh, I've been to quite a few zoos, and uh, I would rank it up there probably in like the top three. Really? So, yeah. What, I was I was impressed. What would be the other good. two that are? In the top three. Uh, <clears throat> would be probably Washington, D.C. and the Bronx Zoo. All right. What yeah, about... Uh, have you fun. been to any of these other places that... Uh, remember, they had a thing uh, up in Jersey, in Wildwood, I think. And then they have one down here in South Florida. It's like Lion Country uh, Safari. Jungle Habitat in Jersey. Jungle, jungle Habitat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't I, like I, that, I, the drive through thing? That's not a not zoo? A I did this the Six Flags Great Adventure. I did that drive through. Um, that was interesting. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the drive through. <clears throat> <laughs> well, they're starting and, to make uh, it really tough to have animals like that. They're what people think they're doing. In my opinion, is they think they're doing the right thing by stopping zoos and stopping SeaWorld from giving guest educational interaction. You know, how right. do you expect the next generation to? you know, abide by these so-called green initiatives and PETA and all this stuff. That's great. And I'm glad you're speaking up for yourselves. You have that right. And I'll fight for that right till, till my last breath. But at the same time, you can't change my life because the way you feel. Like, I I've, I've, right. I couldn't go to a concert one time because it was at SeaWorld because it got canceled because PETA had, like, three angry moms out there with an open can of tuna fish or something. It just, <laughs> it, it gets ridiculous after a while, you know what I mean? Yeah. So Yeah, no, I, I agree. So, I, 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 Zeus, I mean, I think these Zeus places are place. important. Yeah, they, they have their place, you know. Where else... Where else are you going to see an otter swimming around? Yeah, like, like we're not selling tickets uh, to a cat of nine tails going, see how many you can take out in a closed room, you know? we're not. Right, right. It's yeah, not so that. It's, it's, not it's, a, it's not a pistol range. Yeah. I mean, you should see the look on kids' faces, and I'm sure you did, but if you've ever been on one of those situations where there's a big glass and the animals are on the other side, not just an aquarium situation, yeah. but... Yeah, did did they have yeah. something like that or what? They had that. They had that for the tigers, and uh, you know, to to stand there literally inches from a from a Bengal tiger is is kind of cool. Yeah, and uh, to know that you're you're safe. Well, the kids liked <clears throat> it. Yeah. Of course, yeah. But I mean, I just it, wanted to throw. They that liked out getting there. up close. They didn't. They they weren't like standing behind you, even though there was glass. Yeah. No. Okay. No, they they were fine. I was uh, I was impressed with their uh, their curiosity. All right, so so the zoo there. What's the name of it again? It was just the Jacksonville Zoo. Yeah, okay. Nothing special about it, or nothing, no, no special name. Okay. All right. Well, I was just making sure. I, you know, we got a cheap plug in there for. 
Yeah, well, for what's hot in Florida, the Jacksonville Zoo. Speaking of cheap plugs, your hair's looking good. <laughs> you think? <laughs> did, I, did I do something? No, no. Yeah. Whenever you do that, I picture uh, David Letterman, you know, like doing the hair and then straightening the tie. But a Foucault, but a Foucault. You know. No, you're not a fan <laughs> of Letterman? No, you don't remember Back that? in the day. I, I remember when he used to be on like 1030 in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. Way back when. Yeah, well. They obviously yeah, yeah. did the right thing by putting... See, it's like uh, it's like in some businesses. When I was in a car business, the higher your ranking, uh, your status or whatever, or your title, the higher you got up in these companies, the closer your office was physically toward the front door. And that was because that's the next step. You get promoted <laughs> exactly. to a point, and then you're kicked the fuck out, and they get another guy. So Right, half the price. Yeah, well, that's how it goes. I, yep. I I did want to talk about your Monsters of Rock. I see you got your Monsters of Rock shirt on. Yes, yes, I wore it special because I rumor had it that we were going to talk about it today. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, it's coming up uh, a few weeks. Hey, I took that picture. Yeah, you sent me a handful <laughs> of pictures, and I, I got them all up here. So yeah, you can tell us what we're looking at. Where, okay, first of all, the shirt you're wearing, is that from this past year or years before? Or what? Uh... 2020 so this is the the year the last one i went on and uh apparently i was i was gold vip i wasn't gold vip 2020 i don't know how i got this shirt nice that's, me. that's always the best that's always the best well it fits you nice so i know it wasn't a freebie yeah it's a little little tight in the neck but that's oh. all right i'll live oh all right so yeah. what's this picture of here this looks it says shredders from the deep was that like the 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 theme of that cruise or what yeah yeah they uh i think they they're like hand selected bands that are notorious for having like shredder guitar players uh you know i think keel was on that particular one they're they're a shredder band um who am i thinking of that sticks out of my mind crap i can't think they had one of the guys and one of the guitar players from iron maiden he was uh he was on board just him uh harris was his last name and uh Steve Harris, I think it is, and uh, just yeah, some of the bands that are that are more known towards guitar-driven uh, music was uh, was in that particular Monsters of the Rock cruise, and uh, that picture there is actually indoors. They had uh, they had uh, the pre-cruise concert. Usually they have two nights, and I think one particular year they had three nights, and sometimes they'll have it outside or sometimes they'll have it inside, like the first night. Not that many people will be in town, so they'll have it inside for a smaller venue. And then the, the night before the cruise, everybody's there. <coughs> so they'll have it outside at the Magic Casino, Magic City Casino at the dog track. Yeah, I've been there. Yeah. So so and, this uh, picture you took here, you're you're at uh, an inside venue. This isn't on yeah. the boat yet, right? Right, right. It's inside okay. venue. For so it's the pre-party. <laughs> it's the warm-up. Yes, yes. It's the priming the pump. And uh, I basically sent the picture because it was a picture of the logo. And, no, I hear you. Uh, Whatever. No I just picked out. So you can uh, you tell us what these other pictures are as I go through them here. Or hang yeah. on a second here. Let me see what this one is here. Here's another one. There's ah. you and Brenda. And who who are you with there? You, you don't know who that band, what band that is? I probably know, <laughs> but I don't. I, I You do. That's Skid Row. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. All right. The, 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 the latest inception of Skid Row um, with their, their new lead singer. I wish I knew his name. But uh, he's actually really good. Uh, a lot of people don't like him and are disappointed with him. But <clears throat> that particular uh, that particular show, I think this was 2019, was uh, was was the highlight of the entire concert or mm. the entire cruise. I thought I you know. So so let me ask you: Is this type of opportunity to meet bands like this? Is that for everyone on the ship, or you have to buy a certain package, or what? No, well, it's it, the meet and greets are for everybody in the entire boat, but they do have a VIP package. Have a silver and a gold, and uh, that upgrades you to a nicer cabin, or a balcony cabin, or a suite. Like the the silver VIP, we did, uh, God, most of the time, and it's usually like a like a junior suite or a larger balcony mm -hmm. cabin, and then you'll see one of the pictures. Uh, where we have a bunch of roommates, and that was a gold package we got. And uh, gold package will get you to the front of the line. VIP silver will get you behind gold. And then behind that is steerage. And that's to get into the theater, 
uh, and to get into uh, the meet and greets. So, so do all the bands on the ship do this, or is it, or is it just select? It, it's, it, I would say everybody except you'll get some particular people that are they think they're they're too good for it, or they don't sign up for it. Like Sebastian Bach, I don't think did a meet and greet. Vince Neil didn't do a meet and greet. <clears throat> this coming up cruise, we have Alice Cooper. I doubt he'll do a meet and greet. Hmm. Um, with the rest of the, the folks, this particular cruise, I don't know if anybody will do a meet and greet. Well, under of, the current conditions and everything, yeah, yeah there's yeah. no telling. So, Climate of life. All right, what about um, this picture here? What's going on in this picture? I got questions. Okay. You have questions? Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, what, what are you and Brenda doing? Yeah, uh, well... That's the thing. Brenda, Brenda's kind of leaning forward to uh, to take the picture, and it's, there's nothing nothing out of the ordinary going on there. All right, because uh, it looks like you're getting in position there. Just yeah, checking. No. Right, of course. All right, so this is a crazy uh, bunch of people that you hang out with occasionally when you go on to the Monsters of Rockers, or what? Correct. All right, But cool. <clears throat> you'll also notice there's eight people there. And right. this particular year, I got people together and said, hey, let's get a two-bedroom sweet and we could put eight people in it yeah and if you do the math yeah makes more sense it makes more sense <clears throat> it was actually less money to do a two-bedroom suite with all these people yeah and um i'll tell you one of them one of the eight well besides brenda the guy next to me with the hat that's roy he's the only person i knew before this particular inception of this cruise oh cool everybody else i'm now friends with well except yeah. for one person um but yeah we're all friends now well, and this is a, a a gold uh gold vip suite two right. bedroom suite all right so hold on hold, i got questions all right go ahead so it's a two bedroom suite what's the bathroom situation two bathrooms okay all right yeah just checking, I you know, because I can imagine with eight people that being problematic, you know, late at night right, or right. early morning or whatever. But also, you know, I'm, I'm somebody who's been on many cruises and know know knows how it works. Right. Uh, if if like anybody needed an extra shower, just go up to the, the gym or the spa. Oh, all right. Right. All right. Well, I never go thought of that. Gym, wow. Go up to the gym, take a shower, and you're you're good to go. Um. But yeah, it was a, a, like a master bedroom situation with a bedroom, uh, a pull-out couch for two people, and then it was another bedroom with two bunk beds that popped down out of the ceiling and two twin beds on the floor. Sorry. And then the uh, was that a balcony, balcony too or no? Balcony at the back of the boat, probably about twenty feet long, 16, 20 feet long balcony, and uh, of course chase lounges and, and stuff like that. Uh, this particular year, no, it wasn't this year. The, the year before this year is the, the year I got uh, 11 bottles of wine on board. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So yeah. This, are, this year, are we talking about that or no? Uh, well, yeah. Yeah, how do you get 11 bottles of wine on board? Well, uh, at the time, they don't allow it anymore, more than likely because of me. I apologize to the Monsters of Rock people. But um, you're allowed two bottles of wine per stateroom. Well, they don't correlate which two bottles go to which two people in the stateroom. Ah. So I'm like, hey, I know you. Take these two bottles of wine. Uh, yeah, yeah, them, yeah, yeah. I remember you telling me this story. Put That's them in funny. your carry-on bag. Yeah. Go through security, and I'll meet you over there. So it would have been 12 bottles of wine, but I uh, I drank one the night before. All right. All right. Yeah. So. Uh, All right. What is it? Who, 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 who are these guys here in a picture uh, with you? They're all from New Jersey, bro. All right, this is uh, this is danger, danger. All right, now you're. This is the year you had to go without Brenda, right? Um, more than likely. All right. Yeah, yeah. I, I would say it had to be because Brenda's not there. Even though Brenda did sleep a lot. All right. I, so danger, I think this danger. Is 2019. All right. To the to the left, Steve Brown, guitar player for Trickster. Uh, next person is Ted Poley. He is the lead singer. For Danger Danger. That is Bruno. Don't know his last name. I can't remember. Bruno Ravel. He's the bass player for Danger Danger. And that is Steve West, drummer for Danger Danger. And they are Danger Danger. So they liked so your shirt, obviously, being you're from New Jersey then. I purposely wore yeah. my New Jersey shirt no, it's... that particular day. And the, the time before I had my picture taken with them, a different year, I wore my White Castle t-shirt. 
because hmm. of the meet and greet with them. All right. So, so what's up with the Def Leppard Pale Ale here? I thought you'd find it interesting. Yeah. Um, very, very hoppy beer. Not, not a fan of the beer at all. I'm a, I'm not a beer snob. I'm a, so, was Def Leppard on a cruise one year or no? The uh, drummer, Rick okay. Allen, actually is an artist of sorts. He, uh, he does paintings, and he found his way on board with uh, some of his artwork, and he. I, th- yeah, I thought you were going to say he found his way on board as a slot machine. <laughs> a one-armed bandit. Nice. I got, I'm, I'm hearing it from the intern. She's screaming at me from down the hall. If you picked any of that up, that's great. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, all right. <laughs> I thought it was funny. All right, so he didn't like the beer, but is this something they always have, or they just had it because he was on there? They just had it because he was on air, on air, mm-hmm. and I think he's been on two or three times, and they only had it once. Is that the only Def Leppard beer they had, or was there other yeah. options? Yeah, yeah. Now that was it. Uh, All right. Another time when uh, when the guitar player for Iron Maiden was on, they had the Trooper. Yeah, you know, yeah, their, yeah, yeah. Their beer. Um, actually, the the drummer for Iron Maiden has a restaurant down in like the Coral Springs. That's right. I've been there. It's awesome. Yeah. It's a rib place. I've been there. Fucking too. love it. Yeah, been there. Um, and also Frank Hannon, who is the guitar player for Tesla, uh, this past time around had a uh, a beer that was named after him. And somewhere, I think in this room, is a can of it. And uh, another hoppy craft type beer that I'm not a fan of. Uh, you know, when your favorite beer is Miller Lite, kind of tells you something. Well. So so tell me about your trip here. What I want to do is I want to spend like the next 13 minutes or so, uh, you know, the first half of the show here on uh, Monsters of Rock. And then we'll revisit it each week before you go because we've got three, uh, six shows, three weeks before you go, right? Uh, I think it's about three weeks, yeah. Yeah, so we'll talk talk about it on even-numbered shows. So if you're listening to this one on twitch.tv slash both mics, YouTube, Facebook, if you're somewhere you pick up podcasts, we're going to do this on even-numbered shows for the next three weeks here. So that'll be a good thing. You'll have three more chances to talk about Monsters of the Rock Cruise or, or listen yeah. to Mike talk about it anyway. I don't know. <laughs> you, yeah. you could hit us up in the chat with something like that if you're uh, – and my or send us a send us a note. You know, you can always contact us through the site. You can there's easy ways to do that or on Twitch or on YouTube or whatever. Le, le, leave us yeah, a message or a comment. The both mics Facebook page always available. Yeah, there you go. There you go. All right, so so tell me uh what's going what are you looking to what are you looking forward to the most about this Monsters of Rock Cruise? This is 2022. Well, believe it or not, uh Skid Row is going to be on again. And uh, like I said, last time they were on board, 2019, they were great. They did a, they did a great show, and uh, it, it was a highlight for me of the entire cruise. They actually left the cruise early to go to Nashville to record their next album. Hmm. And here we are three years later, and that album is yet to be released. Wow, is that some sort of COVID problem, you think? Or I'm, it- I'm thinking, yeah, yeah, some kind of COVID issue. You know, I don't think I think all the the members that were here three years ago are still the members of the band now. So I don't think there's an issue there. Uh, it's just kind of kind of bizarre that wow. uh, you know it's, it's taken three years to get an album out. You know, it, it better be good like Hysteria back in '87. You know, that took four years to come out. Yeah, 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 but yeah, it, yeah. But it had seven charting seven charting singles, which is like unheard of. But yeah, that and uh, and and the people, you know, uh, the the camaraderie of uh, of the people that you meet all around the country that uh, that go to the Monster Rock, Monsters of Rock cruises. Now, you ever catch up with any of these people at any other event or any other thing? Like you run into the people or no? No, not really. And believe it or not, one of them lives like a half mile from me. Nice. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, you know, it, it's you know, we were friends on Facebook. And like all of a sudden, she starts talking about, I can't wait. The new Bucky's is going to open soon. I'm like, where do you live? And she's like, oh, right here. I'm like, <laughs> literally, like the next subdivision over she lives. Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah. So, all right. So, but, who's the, so the first day. So, you're, you're going to be there for the pre party or no? Yeah. We're going to show up the, the day before. We're going to drive down to Miami. I think we're staying at like the Wyndham or something. Head over to the pre party. Um, 
God, I, I should probably pull up who's playing on the pre-party. But uh, I wasn't overly impressed. It's like five bands that are playing. So they're probably going to open the doors around 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock, and they'll run until 11 o'clock. And um, they have like... Excuse me one second. Hang on, hang on. Hey, you can't be doing that. I'm on the air. Go ahead. <laughs> How dare she? But yeah, um, so I'll probably play a little roulette like I always do. Always bet on black and uh, and, and do the pre-cruise concert. And it's in the part of Miami that, well, imagine that, the part of Miami that's kind of Cuban. <laughs> Even though all of Miami is kind of Cuban. Wow. So we'll probably that's pick up uh, Mike underscore Taylor at bothmikes.com. Yeah, I'll check my email tomorrow. Um, yeah, so we'll probably have uh, Brenda will probably have a Cuban sandwich, and I'll have something that is more American. And uh, we can have a burger, <laughs> Taco Bell. Um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see when we get there. Uh, but yeah, it's about a about a five hour drive. Believe it or not, four and a half hour drive to get there. It's like unreal. Um, and then, of course, we'll hit the bed, hit the hay, get up early, <coughs> and head over to uh, the port. Parking at the port, $28 a day. That's ridiculous. Isn't it? Yeah. Are you guys, yeah. are, you, are you, so you're not getting, you're not going to have a hotel near the point of the where you're getting on or off the ship right right no yeah uh, magic city casino is over by the uh over by the airport so when you go to this to the pre-party you're actually checking in on the ship a night before then no no okay so we, how can you go for the pre-party you have you have to have somewhere to stay right the night yeah yeah okay so that's we, what... we have a we have a hotel but the hotel that we're at is is by the airport, which is by Magic City, not the cruise port, which is downtown. Because I was gonna say, if they wouldn't know any different, you could just keep your car parked at the hotel, save a hundred bucks or so, and take an yeah. Uber. Yeah, yeah. No, I I totally agree. And uh, usually when we fly in, there's no problem with that. We we take an Uber, or I'll rent a car from the airport. We'll tally around town for a day or two, go to the beach, whatever the case may be. And then we'll go downtown. I'll drop her and the luggage off at the port. I'll run back into town a couple blocks away to Enterprise, drop off the car, and then have the Enterprise shuttle drive me back to the, the cruise port. It's an extra step, but, you know, it's worth it. And, uh, you know, to have a car with us the whole time. I think only once, like, we stayed downtown, and it was a non-Monsters of Rock cruise. It's a cruise we got, uh, got engaged on. Uh, that we we took an Uber from the Hilton downtown to the cruise port. Another time, we had a friend drive us in, and uh, that worked too. So, but um, we also thought about offsite parking. Offsite parking, you can get under ten dollars a day. Right. But you know, how much is that worth to you? You know, do you have to do it because of the money? Wow. If you did, yeah. I'm I'm but, looking at the list here. Who you're gonna see on this cruise? You're gonna see Buck Cherry. Have you seen them before? I've seen them open for Motley. Yeah, they're good. I like them yeah. a lot. Yep. Yeah, I had um, the chance to meet those guys when they played uh, House of Blues way back in the '90s, like uh, late '90s or whatever it was, '99, '98, somewhere around there. Cool. Fucking crazy. Yeah, but they um, they don't seem like no a fit for this. There was another, but Lit Lit is on Lit. here as well. That. I yeah, just, I mean, Actually, I like I'm, them too, but it, I, I'm I just, looking forward to seeing Lit. You know, uh, my own worst enemy is one of my one of my favorite songs. Well, yeah, um, but yeah, I, I thought that was kind of strange. You know, they talked about Alice Cooper and all these bands, and all of a sudden they're like, "Yeah, we're having Lit on board." I'm like, "What?" I have different, to see this band named uh, what? Uh, I just had it here. Hang on a second. It's uh, Killer Dwarfs. Oh, they're they're on board, really? Yeah, who's that? Uh, they're from Canada. They're from Canada. My my friend Roy, who was in that picture of eight people, yeah, uh, is actually friends with them, and uh, they're real cool people. Real cool people, and uh, you know nothing nothing they have that like really charted really well that you would know the song. Are, are you but, allowed? Are you allowed to bring a fire extinguisher on the cruise with you? <laughs> I don't think so. 
Why would I need a fire extinguisher? Well, I see great whites on the bill as well. And, you know, you want to have your shit together ready to go. That's Mike underscore Safka. That's correct. BulkMikes.com. That's correct. That's correct. (sighs) And we talked about Pat Travers before, too. You have to see him. I, uh... I'm not familiar with his work. He's he's a he's you an will artist, be. artist. If you listen to him, you will be. You you'll be yeah. like, oh, that's that guy. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll I'll have to check it out. Yeah, and aren't you uh, fans of this Tom Kiefer too? Tom Kiefer, lead singer from Cinderella. That'll be a good show. And then Winger, Winger, Kip Winger was our neighbor on one particular cruise. Really. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We, uh, we were, Brenda and I were walking down our, our hallway to our room and all of a sudden someone pops their head out and looks down the hallway on his cell phone. And I'm like, it's Kip Winger. So of course I'm drunk and I'm like, Hey, get back in your room. And he like ducks in his room real quick. Like nice. what the hell? <laughs> nice. He's like, oh, oh crap people. Nice. Yeah. I've run into people like that before. It's always fun when you run into somebody because they like, did it take you a second to register who that was, or did you yeah, know right yep. away? Did you, like, no, pause for a second and go, wait a second, did I just see that? Yeah. No, it, it was quicker than that, but I was like, what? He's our neighbor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Crazy. All right, so you're excited about the Monsters of Rock Cruise. When does it yeah. go? You're So you're getting there on a Wednesday night, maybe, for the pre-party? No, I think the, the pre-party is Thursday. The 8th. Okay. 8th. It's Tuesday, right? I don't know. I'm not the one going on a cruise. You don't know when you're freaking going? I know when I'm going, but I don't know what day of the week it is. Yeah, the 8th is a Tuesday. Look, there you go. All right. And your 8th is a Tuesday. One second ahead of mine. So the the pre-party is on the 8th. The 8th, Tuesday, yep. That's at Magic City. Magic City, yep. And we got an email with our names on it, and that's the uh, our entry ticket. Even though you can basically walk into any door of the casino, go upstairs, walk around, and, you know, they don't even check wristbands, really. You know, it's not like it's Monsters of Rock security manning the place. It's Magic City Casino. So you're at the casino. I had a situation at that casino a couple years ago. I went to see Cheap Trick there, and we had a great time. We were were on, on the track like on the sand like we were had the yes. vip vip they had like 20 chairs down there and i was one of them it was perfect so we wanted to play a little in the casino both before and after the show so we were like trying to play a slot but everybody was playing all these slots then there was like one person like guarding a slot machine and i'm like are you playing that he's like no speaking foreign languages at me and i'm like okay well we want to play this machine he's like no and he's standing he's blocking the machine so i'm standing there about five ten minutes goes by so finally i get one of the guys and he's like no he's fine he's saving it for his wife i'm like you can't do that you don't you got a thousand fucking slot machines in this room i'm trying to play the only one that's open and this guy's telling me i can't and he's just a dude in the place just like me that's like doing that in a parking lot. You ever have somebody do that to you in a parking lot? No, 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 no. You can't park here. Somebody's coming. No, 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 no. Right, right. No, there's get, get no your, saving. You're not saving your kid to jump out. Get your kid to jump out real quick. So, and stand in the so, spot. so what's your call on that etiquette? Can you save a slot machine? No. no. Okay. Okay. If there's ten people in the place and there's a thousand slot machines, okay, okay, right. I get it. Yeah. No big deal. If there's a thousand and one people in the place and yeah. there's a thousand slot machines, yeah, no. No, you get move your move along. Well, that's move what along. happened. And after I got the guy that both spoke another language that I didn't speak, after they talked to each other, all of a sudden I, you know, this fucking gringo was out. I, I yeah. ended up not being able to play a slot machine. I'm like, really? Yeah, you're you're the bad guy. Yeah, yeah, it was my fault. My fault. Yeah. All right, so I'm sure we lost a couple sponsors there. That's great. <laughs> you know. Great yep. way to go, Mike. Good. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna revisit Monsters of Rock Cruise here in the next couple of weeks before you go, and then are we gonna hear from you while you're on the cruise? Or we're gonna we're gonna uh, how's that gonna work? I think we, I think I'll be able to to set it up, um, at least while I'm in port. I'll I'll do a, a walkthrough. I'll get on Facebook Live and uh, be on the uh, on the little the both mics Facebook page and do a Facebook Live, maybe with Sail Away too. Until we get out of the port area, okay. And then on the on the Friday night, I think I'll get the uh, I'll get the internet package, 
and uh, I'll be able to join you at least for one hour. Okay, yeah, the, that'd be uh, great on a Friday night, and we can. Uh, I'll I'll walk around or find some good Wi-Fi, and probably just use my phone. Yeah, I think we is, can. I use Skype on my phone. I'm sure I can. I don't see why right? not. All right, cool. So, we'll we'll stay yeah. tuned for that. I wanna I wanna go over to something else. So I didn't want to kill you know have the whole show with the Monsters of Rock cruise. Okay. I don't know if you saw this thing that happened in Brevard County, and I wanted to get your opinion on it. Brevard uh, Public okay. Schools, it's south of me, was it? Uh, yeah, it's about halfway between me and you. They're sending parents to court over student absences. Well, I've, haven't haven't schools been trying to do that for years? It's according to WFTV.com, the local ABC affiliate. A program launched Thursday going after Brevard County parents for students who keep missing class. Parents and guardians can now be ordered to participate in the truancy reduction court and be held accountable if their kids don't attend class. Like I said, I, I'm, they've done that. Not they particularly in Brevard County, but I've seen that all the time, you know, that kid, your parents will be held responsible, parents this, parents that. And what are you doing? What, how are you so bad at life that your kids are missing school all the time? You know, are you are you filthy rich and you're you're gallivanting around the world and you, your your kid's schooling is, is in your way? Well, my, my, my immediate question was, what's the barometer? And it says here, officials say 15 absences in a 90 calendar day can... Wow can trigger an intervention. Brevard Public Schools says 3,968 students have 15 or more unexcused absences. The families of 429 of those students have been sent to the district's truancy team to try to work through any obstacles to school attendance. And 25 families are expected to head to court between now and the end of the school year where they will have the option to participate in a truancy diversion program. <laughs> diversion. Wow. What, yeah, that's... You know, you go back even as far as we were, you know, but you, it's certainly people before us, and it was like, you don't like school, don't fucking go. Quit. Go get a fucking job. Do your thing. You know, it right. was... What are we doing here? If I missed one day a year, that was a lot. I think I missed three days in the four years of high school. Now, now don't get me wrong. I mean, I was, I was you know, known to, you know... Missed some classes or some days here and there. I got, I did get in trouble one time, no big deal. But I, it, you know, I, I earned a status on campus where I was able to go and come as I please. You know, we didn't, we weren't on right. lockdown. We didn't have a student. I, I think we had a resource officer, but he, I don't think he was there full time, you know. So, you know, a person in a cop uniform, you know. But I've gone back to that school since then and I've seen it's, it looks like it's on permanent lockdown. It's got six foot fences with barbed wire and shit, and I'm like, wow, wow. I have really <laughs> fucked this up for these kids. I'm sorry, you know. <laughs> I, I, I know they had to take some extremes when I left. Sorry about that. Yeah, yeah. So, my my school is right downtown. No fence, no nothing. You can walk right up. You know, so, where schools down here seems like they'd be on and more more acreage so here's my question yeah. to you when 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 your two oldest were going to school what would your thoughts have been if there was a program like this or a threat that this could happen to you what would you think about that it wouldn't it wouldn't be an issue because we're not that bad at life you okay. know you wake up in the morning you drag your ass to school my son actually went to school out of district because the school he was supposed to go to didn't have rotc his plan was to go into the the armed forces, and he wanted to go to ROTC. So mm -hmm. I drove him until he got his license and had a car. I drove him to school every day at 6.30 in the morning. Every day. Well, every weekday. So, yeah, it, it was not an issue. You, you go to school. You drag your ass to school. You know? You, you instill good habits in, in your children, and good habits happen. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't get it, you know. Like I said, how bad at life do you have to be that this is an issue in your life? Well, there's a few people that I know would like to be bad at life, but they're not. And 
I'm trying to get this segue real smooth like, but I can't find what I need to pull up here. So here it is right now. It's time for the alien update. All right, so the alien update. This is when we talk about not the 7 billion people on the planet, but the 7 or so who obviously have had alien intervention. They are aliens themselves. <laughs> Something has gone on, but the, you can't tell me that these people are that much smarter and are advancing our culture with, with both technology and their leadership in certain fields. I, I just... Guys like Bill Gates, guys like Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, uh, Richard Branson. Um, am I leaving anybody out here? Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. All these Einsteins who uh, now think, some of them anyway, I, I don't see this as Musk, but think that they know better than everyone else now. So anyway, I'll leave that to your own opinion. But the thing I want to talk about here with that is uh, Musk. He's an easy guy to talk about because he's doing a lot. This is going to be, uh, this is all photoshopped, obviously, but, and I didn't do that, but it's obviously good. But Tesla's going to have a phone. Did you know that? Tesla's going to be a no phone idea. carrier. They're going to use it, that quantum internet from the Starlink and use it on a phone system. So now your phone works anywhere in the world because they got those Starlink satellites up. Right, right cool that particular phone he's holding looks like that that ugly ass pickup truck he's exactly to looks like an aerial shot of that pickup truck it's funny you say that i saw somebody put a uh they had like a toyota pickup truck and somebody had put like a a box on the back of it on the top like a cover like a camper cover but it yeah. slanted down like that and it was made of plywood and it made it look like that tesla with the real sharp corners and the fastback look it was pretty right. funny. It was a it was like an '83 Toyota pickup truck with this. Oh and God! I think the remark was something about I don't see what the big deal is about Tesla's new truck or something like that. It was pretty funny. <laughs> but I, the reason why I picked this up is looking at this, I was led to some other things that I had no idea that Musk was doing. And I don't know, maybe it's all bullshit or not. But this story about the phone system is from complexob7.com and this is something that was just posted today and it starts talking about you know this is the new tesla phone model pi pi with yeah. starlink wi-fi i don't know i find it fascinating that this is a guy what isn't this guy doing right yeah he's like do you think he sat down one day he's like what market can i corner next you know what, what am I? What am I not doing? I think he just walks around and kind of like if you're in a, if you've been in like a restaurant management position or something like that, you sometimes do this thing called MBWA, manage by wandering around. You have to be seen in every part of the building. You have you're always looking at stuff. You're always looking at here come the air quotes areas of opportunity and so forth. Is this guy's wavelength? This is his thought process that he does these manage by wandering around through his life. He sees a problem and he finds a fix for it. And now that he's got a fix for that, he's on to the next thing. You know, I got a fix right, for that. Right. You know, and this is how yeah, he's yeah. wired. It's like <clears throat> like living your life, and you're like, oh, I you know I could do that, and. He, does he has the means to be able to do that where you or I go like, oh, I could do that. But we don't have the means or the way to do that where he just, you know, throws out some money, hires a couple people get it done. Well, part of the reason why I want to talk about him again is he's got something else going on now, too. This is going to blow your mind. OK, let me pull it up here. Tesla plane. He's going to have a plane with, I thought you were going with sex toys. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Even though that airplane kind of does look like a sex toy. But, okay. Yeah, no, it, it, so I had seen last week, and I apologize for not being able to track it down for this week's show. Um, earlier in the week, I saw a link that there's a, there's a flying car. And it don't look like no freaking drone. It looks like a car. 
looks like a car okay. and it flies and it can go up to 200 miles an hour and hold five passengers. Interesting. It'll fly at 3,000. They've already got the whole thing figured out. It'll fly at 3,000 feet, can go maximum speed of 200 miles an hour. And so you can get to work or where we got, got to in, in record time, I guess. So I'm guessing that Tesla's going to use this plane, use the cars, and then in time cross the two together like this because uh, it's a, right. an electric vehicle that that uh, flying car I'm talking about. Now, with this, is this a, is this a flying plane? Duh. Uh, yes. Is this an electric Electric flying plane? I, I don't see any engines. Well, it says can't, part of the thing in here is talking about it being an electric plane. So, yes, this will okay. be an electric plane. You, what Were you thinking it was going to be a diesel with black smoke coming out the back end of it? Or what were you thinking? <laughs> with a big big Cummins diesel, you know, 10 old, engine. Old Mercedes from the 70s. You're sitting behind it in traffic or on a turnpike. You're like, Jesus Christ. Anyway. I guess the, the engine's in the back somewhere where I can't see it. No, I, I don't know. I think it's something to do with these little thing, this thing on the side here, maybe. I don't, it's not a very good picture of that. Right, yeah, whatever that is. It's kind of far off from the way out in the wing. I don't think it would put an engine that far out All right. away from the body. This is where it starts to get interesting for me. Okay. We've talked about this in the past. Elon Musk's Neuralink brain trip chip we've talked about this in these shows in the past yes they're going to take a chip and put it inside your brain and you're going to become closer to the access of a computer in your head you're going to become right. one with computers and ai they're ready for the first human trials right now well it it's also has to do with quantum computers and you mentioned earlier that starlink is quantum computer quite convenient so. he set that up huh yeah yeah so they were probably telling them, oh, you can't do that because you don't have this. Oh, that's fine. I'll do it. Yeah. So yep. on the right there is what that chip looks like. Okay. Yes. Then here's what the chip looks like in your head, I guess. I guess they go in, <laughs> peel back a little bit. Thing looks like the size of a battery, maybe like a watch battery. And right. they're going to put that thing in your head here. Yeah, no, not not this head. Are you a fan of anybody you know doing it? Like your family member or somebody? No, no. Okay. How would you it handle not... that if they're like all excited about doing it and you're like, dude, I don't think you should be doing that. Right? God, can you, you say something? I don't know. Yeah, I probably would if it was if it was my children. I would I would voice my opinion. Obviously it wouldn't mean crap, but I would voice my opinion. Well, it just blows my mind that here we go. We're, we're, it just still blows my mind. How can one guy try to recreate the whole planet with the electric car situation? Now he's building planes. He's got a phone service. He's got the SpaceX. He's going into space. He's got rockets that land on a postage stamp in the middle of the ocean. He's got... I'm just... My mind is just so blown by this dude. I don't... I, Right. I'm almost accepting of this idea. I'm not, but I'm almost <laughs> because of his credibility elsewhere. I'm like, well, this obviously is a great idea, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, the application of, of this, you know, I thought that something like this would be like a headband you would wear and it would be a computer that would oh, be no, part we, of you. No, we talked about this because it almost be like a plug and play thing, like the co cochlear yeah. thing. So you yeah. can hear, you know, but this is. Okay, so what happens if the thing stops working? Do you have to stop and push the top of your head and reboot it and start it over? I mean, how's that work? Yeah, exactly. Or the, maybe you have a, a dot on your on your forehead. You can press that. And put it right. Uh, put it right out in front. Yep. This way, you can see the push button. If, it, there. if it's green, it's charged. If it's red, it needs <laughs> yes. to recharge. Yeah, but I, I don't know. You know, and I, I've I've heard people talk about this this stuff. All the time you know this thing this thing will talk to you and you know you you'll you hear the voices in your head it'll literally be a voice in your head um i had a, a hearing test done because of my my tinnitus the ringing in my ears and they actually put like a cochlear type device against my skull and did a hearing test that way and i, I thought it was amazing that there was no outside noise going on but I was hearing the tones inside my head. 
So it's actually kind of cool how that works. Well, yeah, with this thing, this thing will talk to you all the time. It'll read books to you. It'll it'll do whatever. You know, you're, you're think of somebody hacking hacking into your shit and going, "Go get the sharp knife from the drawer, Mike." <laughs> yeah, I want and, you to and, go to a busy area of the city, Mike. You know, I mean, come on, go to go to Times Square. Yeah, look for the dark people, and um, the, like even if it'll have like a like a visual aspect to it. You know, you'll be walking down the street and you'll be like, you know, Alexa or whoever's in my brain, who is that? And they'll tell you, oh, that's Joe Brown. He works for this particular company. He's the CEO and executive, blah, 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 blah. You know, he's from Flushing Meadows, Queens. So, you know, there's there's so many aspects to this that it's, it's insane. My, know, oh, so, hey, how do, I, how do I know this person? What's this person's name? So... So I'm thinking, like, the, the if they're doing this in the Northeast, I don't know where they're doing this. I've been scanning, and I, I haven't seen exactly where they're doing it. I was picturing if they're doing it in Jersey, the guy's like, yo, can I get the Met games? How does this thing work? Can <laughs> I get the doing? Giants road games? Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not getting in line for a chip in my head. I'm sorry. No, I'm not no. Doing that. I'm not doing that. Not well, all. here he is again. Another thing he's got going on. This is, is banana split. This is the starship concept that he has. It's gonna be an artificial gravity starship, and okay. this is gonna make it so that there's short-term well-being of astronauts and microgravity, uh, yada 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 yada. Busy talk. Busy. Here, it's just like I'm not surprised. Like I'm almost like. Well, shit. There's another few billion in his pocket. He's worth like three hundred billion. I'm not gonna be mad at the guy, but at the same time, he's got a lot of irons. And he reminds me of that guy spinning the plates at the show. And then by the time he gets through the one, he's got to go back to the other one and spin the plates again. Yep. How does he fucking do it? I don't know. Right? We barely have enough freaking time to to take two hours out of the week and do this show. <laughs> and this guy's, you know, recreating the the freaking planet and and pop culture by himself. Anyway, pretty much, he, he he's incredible. So and and then what he's doing is he's finding opportunities. Okay, now I don't know how successful this is going to be, but he's found an opportunity. He's going to reach out to the people in Tonga and send some of the Starlink equipment so they can have internet. Because I don't know if you heard about this thing in Tonga. They had a big eruption, a big earthquake no. and stuff. Yeah, in Tonga okay. and all these people on this island. People can't get a hold of anybody. They, they don't even know if people are alive or dead. But uh, he sent his request to help. He sent he sent them an email. So I don't think you're going to get that. But <laughs> Smoke signals. Hey, yeah. how are you? It just now he's Now I'm reading stories about him about doing this. So this is a guy who can literally walk into a situation. There's people on another island somewhere, don't have any connectivity to the outside world, and he can provide that instantly almost. You know, he has to get the product there, but he can almost do that instantly. That That's fascinating to me. That this is a guy who can affect the world that quickly. Yeah, I'm, I'm impressed too. You know, like I said, we barely have time to, to take – for ourselves to to come on the air and and do a two-hour show once a week and this guy's just constantly doing stuff and then he has time to get on twitter and, and bash freaking bezos <laughs> while he's doing it yeah. <laughs> you know while he's doing it he's getting he's getting his, his jabs into the, to freaking bezos he's like the stephen king of the science world i mean every time i turned around stephen king had another book coming i was like how many right. books is this guy writing at a time i mean i always pictured him having two typewriters back in the day doing one book on each typewriter you know this is a guy who same thing. So here's my question to us. After we reflected all this about Musk, and yeah. we know about him, and we know he's either an alien or he's alien-aided or something. Yeah, connected. He walks around. We've said he walks around and visually finds problems, but he, he has the wherewithal and the ability right. on several levels to get it taken care of. What do we walk around and see every day that we wish we could take care of We'll just fire a letter to this guy. He'll take care of the problem for us. What do you think? You think we can come you, up you, with something? 
right? It, it, like, do you think he he has like a, a referral program? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me one percent of the stock, I'll be a billionaire, dude. Right? Like, how's that vanilla? I said it better, right? Yo, what's the problem? I'll solve it. Something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you got a problem, you'll all solve it. Right. All right, so I, I, I've been trying to think of problems that are so dramatic in my life that I have to have Elon Musk intervening. I came up with one thing. Okay. And it's making automobiles more like video games. Okay, so, all right, let's say I'm at the stop. Let's say I'm out, out driving down the road and the guy in front of me is going 20 miles yeah. under the speed limit and he keeps weaving in and out of his lane. I'm not saying he's a drunk driver, but then I right. get the opportunity to pass the guy and I see he's texting while he's driving. I should oh, be able to okay. push a button and outside my right mirror should shoot a, a, a non-removable tag or a Play-Doh type slime substance on his windshield and it automatically says text while drive. And then the cops will see him and pull him over later for that. Okay. How about, so, yeah, you know, like the old oil slick in the back of the car, you push that button. <laughs> the machine guns for the front of the car. I want I want something like that. I want to get these fucking people out of my way. So what's what's to stop a an unsavory battle life person from just doing that randomly to, to any people just because? I don't know. You're smart, Musk. Figure that shit out. <laughs> anyway we're going to be talking about musk in our next show which will come up right after this one if you're on twitch.tv slash both mics about oh i don't know six seven minutes to go here we're winding up but at the same time i want to make sure you're watching the next show as well so if we're on what were we on 86 86 yeah. 87's coming up live and well, if you're not catching it live, that's okay. Just go to the next one that's in the podcast hub or wherever you're getting your stuff from. So uh, if we're not good where year. you're getting stuff, let me know. 87, good year. I'll get it there. Yeah, 87 was all right. Yeah. What were you doing in 87? Uh, working. Yeah, we talked about that before. That's what we did. Yeah. April, April 3rd of 87, my oldest was born. And uh, I was a, a manager at Burger King in 1987. Hmm. Yeah, it sucked. <laughs> Why did it suck? Were you on salary? Yeah. Yep. How long did you do that? Um, I did it for just about a year, and then I was uh, I was let go because their their inventory was off an awful lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How that happened? Well, had that happen? Well, you know, the the computers would go down, and they weren't able to to calculate their their money correctly, and you know, it was just, it was it was a bad situation. Oh, and I got blamed for it. Oh, I thought you were going to tell me it was like a because I did have a guy trying to steal from me in the restaurant business one time. I was beating the shit out of him on a back pad. And my boss comes out, he goes, what are you doing? <laughs> like, like, he's got a $200 box of ribs in the trash can here that he's loaded into his car. Right. Because, yeah, but you can't just beat the shit out of the guy. <laughs> I'm like, what? Yeah. I, I, you know, I would, the, the one store I worked at, they would, they would, it, it was a, a white collar town. So no, no kids wanted to work at Burger King. No. So they had a big van, a 15 passenger van. Come from Patterson, New Jersey, to the store I worked at, and you know, like every other night, it was just thing. You know, like oh, a case of apple pies are missing. Well, how can we be short forty-eight apple pies? Well, guess what? Something went out in the trash. You know, and then we'd be like short exactly a hundred dollars. You know, when with the books are done at the end of the night. So yeah, I uh, it was not it was not good. It was not fun, and. Uh, Kind of glad I got fired. <laughs> it yep. put you out of your misery. Yep. Yes. Yeah, I started the year working for Burger King as a manager. I ended the year working overnights at a supermarket. So it was all good. All right. So you hung out at the supermarket for a couple of years, then, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And and for a while there, I had two jobs. I had two full time jobs. Right. And it was it was torture. No, that's the, but that's what you had to do, and that's what you did, yep. you know? Exactly. So, hats exactly. off to you for doing it, you know, recognizing you had to do what you had to do and the gumption to do it and go after it. So, that's not easy. You can't find that today. That's why I got the Get Off My Lawn logo up there now. 
<laughs> friggin' whippersnappers today. Right? They only knew. Yeah, so Lisa and I watched a couple old movies the other day. Uh, yeah. Watch you one, and then I watched one late last night. The one I watched late last night was The Running Man with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Remember that? No. <laughs> yeah, it was like 1982 or something. And it's, really? It takes like, place in the futuristic world of 2019. Nice. <laughs> so it was a hoot to watch that, you know. And then we watched another show, Lisa and I did last week. We watched the... Uh, movie Real Genius with Val Kilmer and I don't know, a bunch of other people. It was done like in 85, I think. And uh, it was just funny to see, you know, the kids, instead of going to class, they would bring their boom box and set it up to record and leave the class. Right. And yep. just the little things that you remember from the from those times we talked about on our last show in 85. But crazy, man. Have you seen any old movies like that recently? And listen to me, old like it was a right. 35 year old movie but yeah exactly um re recently we ran through the the series of back to the future they were like on tbs or something or hbo and uh we don't have hbo but for some reason we have hbo demand and you can pull things up and we we watched uh uh back to the future one and the next day we watched back to the future two and i don't know if they hold up you know i think it's more nostalgia yeah, and, yeah. And hold, you know, you kind of look at it like, really, this is kind of cheesy and not even, not even plausible. Well, I was thinking about you the other day because we were watching this, uh, um, and the, the picker show where the guys drive around the country and buy people's crap from their yard and their barns yeah. and stuff, and they came across uh, a guy had two um, DeLoreans, wow. one that. And supposedly, like, DeLorean had lived, like, a mile away down the street or something from him. These guys knew each other. So he had two of them. And one of them he was fixing and restoring. The other one he already fixed and restored. But this one had 29,000 miles on it. Wow. And it looked wow. freaking brand new. It looked pretty good. It was in the barn, you know, one of those things. And the other one right. needed some work. And that's the one the guy ended up buying to, to fix it up. But I imagine you don't just get any parts for that thing, you know. No. No, and and the fact that it was actually <clears throat> they were built in Dublin, Ireland, is is even tougher. But there's a there's actually a DeLorean Motor Company out there. It's outside of Houston, Texas, and I, I'm from what I understand is they bought up all the leftover stuff from DeLorean Motor Company out in Dublin, and uh, it's now in Texas. Hmm. So it's one of those things that you know if I won the lottery, I would go buy a couple of DeLoreans. Well, yeah. thank you for watching. Thank you for listening, everybody. And uh, Is it time already? Yeah, we're at time. So, wow. hey, if you want to see us live here again, we'll be back in just a couple minutes. Don't go anywhere. And if not, just press to the next uh, next show here on wherever you get yep. stuff. You'll find us, all right? Cool. All right. See you in, see you in, see you in a minute. Ciao. and gentlemen, introducing the worst...